Hello and welcome to another episode of the Performance Car Podcast. I'm Motor Magazine Associate Editor Scott Newman and with me today is David Reynolds. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Dave... down the highway. That's right, we're just spanking down the highway. We're doing 91. And David's... But on camera it probably looks like we're doing 80. David's wicked company <laughs> car. Oh no, it's beautiful. Wanna give him a plug? Maloof, Maloof Holden, Mount yeah. Isa. Yep. Go see Big Paul, he'll look after you. It's got some good wheels on it too, hasn't it? It's got a set of Momos, yeah, they're yeah. beautiful. There you go, Spon- sponsor plug's done. Sponsor Tick. plug, done. That's the, that's the 2018 ties. budget sorted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're really nice though, they're good, good looking rims. So Dave was welcomed into the motor fold at Performance Car of the Year last year. Yep. Couldn't use Luffy because he developed one of the cars, so we, conflict of interest, we had to bench him for one year. And we, we thought, who better to get than the reigning Bathurst champion? <laughs> and you had... asked me that after I won the race. So if I didn't win the race, you probably wouldn't have asked me. No. But exactly, yeah. No, exactly. So just as well, that's else. why you won Bathurst, wasn't it? Because oh, no, you yeah. wanted to do Picotti. That's it, basically, yeah. <laughs> you didn't really know what you were getting yourself <laughs> in for when you said you'd do it. So... I never know what I'm getting myself no. in for. Oh, How was head... it? Did I just go head first into everything. Yeah, man, I had the best day ever. Was it what you expected? I mean, you didn't uh, really know was... what to expect. Yeah, it was but... actually it was better. Yeah. I had so much fun, yeah. yeah. Thrashing all those cool cars around and then yeah. finding out what they're like and then, you know, in the, going flat out and then driving on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a really big understanding of what goes on. You've done a fair bit of driver training, so but probably not for a while. So, yeah, not for a long time, actually. So how was it getting back in and trying to get the most out of road cars? Is uh, they a bit different? Yeah, they're a little bit different. Just the tyres are a lot different to racing tyres. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, what I race is completely, completely purpose-built racing. Yeah. And you drive in road cars and they've got, like, air conditioning, radiator, radio, lap sash belts, yeah. Bluetooth, a, a Speedo. <laughs> I don't have that in a race car. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty different, but... Yeah, I love it. I love, I like, I love road cars. I love um, the, idio, the idiosyncrasies of all the different ones, and yeah, it's cool. It's, a, good. Really, it's a really cool market. It's good to have you. Yeah, no, thanks. Really, I'll do it one. again. Yeah, so, okay. Luffy, I'm going to steal your job. <laughs> you know, good to me alive, Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the snatch quotes in early. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, it's going bad. See how, many, see how many more you can sneak in to the podcast. One thing I want to ask: Do you remember the W1 moment? I was looking at all your onboard. And you had a fair big old was slide it in that where, W1. Where was it? I thought it was in the Beamer. I had a massive, massive slide. It was even bigger in the W1. Was you come it? through the sweeper and you flicked it back the other way and it's just gone massive oversteer all the way into the hairpin. You were pretty busy. Was I? Yeah. I'm always busy. That's right. There you go. <laughs> I drive flat out. That one was for the fans. That one was, yeah. <laughs> for all the people at Winton that day. <laughs> for the Lounge fans, that was what that was for. Anyway. It was all, yeah, for the bins at Winton. <laughs> Has life changed since you won Bathurst? Has life changed? Yeah. As whether in, I mean to expand on that, whether in like how people perceive you, like are you getting more fans come up to you, or like do you yeah. wake up in the morning now and go like I feel like I've ticked something in my career? Well, yeah, all of the above. Like yeah. I feel like so. It I've, has changed. Yeah. Well, it hasn't changed. I, I still you still got to do all the housework. I was, I was about to say I still got to cook, <laughs> clean, wash all my clothes. My Poor girlfriend Tani. does, She's does nothing. Slayed on nothing. Public. <laughs> well, she should up her game. <laughs> <laughs> but it has uh, changed. So yeah, it has changed. So um, yeah, like I wake, oh, like every day, I think I've achieved something in my life that yeah. I've always wanted to achieve. You know, longer um, the stig. You know, longer the unknown racing driver. I know. I'm no longer the stig. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> no, like it, it, more people come up to me, and I've got you know something cool to talk about. Yeah. And it was a really cool story being from you know the where we are in pit lane, which like is the underdogs, the, the complete underdogs of the sport, and we built this really cool team over a short, you know, about a year and a half, basically. Built some really fast cars and 
and yeah, go obviously and race to help it. Luke get it as well after yeah, eighteen Luke, starts. Obviously, yeah, so. Luke. Luke has a big part to play in yeah. that because you know it's it's a two-driver race. And it was a tough condition. It was like the toughest passes to win as well. It was tough, man. It was so tough. I was actually nightmare. watching it a few weeks ago, and I forgot how how hard it Just was. Just looking at it, going, "Geez, I'm awesome." I know. When you're watching, when you, <laughs> no, I never say that. When you're watching yourself, you can never believe that you're actually in there doing it. Yeah. You're like, Jeez, you're watching awesome. from the couch. You're like, I probably couldn't do that right now. Yeah. I think you've got you to like psych yourself up to do yeah. all that stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> it must be like so many little moments that you get away with. All the time. All the time. That you'd like, you'd you know, one percent more and you're in the gravel trap yeah, or in the dead. wall, but you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Pancaked, pancaked in the wall That's and right. scraping yourself scraping the ego off the fence. Um, but no, it, it was a, it's just the coolest race, sorry man, it's just yeah. the coolest race. It is the best race. Like I always people I, I wanted to ask I, you about that. I wanna say because like, I was doing a bit of research and like your first couple of runs at Bathurst were a nightmare. Engine, fa- engine failure on the warm-up lap in 07 yep. and then you got booted out in 08 because I was sick yeah because <laughs> Kelly needed your seat so yeah, yeah. did it like I was wondering did it take the sheen off it at all or did you get over that quickly and go oh Bathurst is still sick I really want to win it oh, yeah, of course every time you turn up there it's the best place ever no, yeah. no matter if you're driving a taxi or a supercar or a Formula 1 car it's the coolest coolest track you'd ever go uh, but yeah the fir- my first couple of starts were horrendous like, like, like you said a uh, uh, engine blow up on the first lap on the warm up lap um, then I got booted um, the next year and then the, I think my first year actually qualifying the steering failed at the top of the mountain oh, good. in the Bundy car and yeah I hit the fence pretty hard uh, then 2010 we're on for a podium with Will Davison and he crashed with about 6 laps to go oh, that's right yep. yeah that was really bad we didn't have a good run no, for a I while had a really bad round. and then 2012 I nearly won the race and finished second yep and then 13, what happened 13? Oh, they, we had a bad pit stop. We, we probably should have finished third. We had a bad last pit stop and they didn't get enough fuel in and whatnot. And then 14, we were leading the race and the alternator failed. Uh, 15 was just a... You've always been pretty handy there. Like, you yeah, always I've always got really there, good. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> no imagination, maybe? Lack no of imagination. imagination. Gen- like, in, in most things in life, the harder the task is, the better I do at it. Okay. The simpler it is the worse I go at it. Yeah. Right. It's really, okay. really strange. I've got a really strange brain. The more complex shit is, I can get it done better. Okay. That's good. Um, I think I'm, I like chaos and mess. Yeah, right. There's something in that. That's but probably why I like my psychologist. <laughs> this isn't a psychologist couch, so... No, okay. It's okay. a driving seat. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, what's the other question? Um, when you go there, do you still have a bit of time to warm up? You get in there like, you know, 10 times now or whatever now. So obviously you know your way around, but is yeah. those first few laps out, are you still like, or oh, 11s, 10s, always, 9s? Always, always, yeah. Every time you go there, you always got to give a lot of respect and yeah. kind of build up to it. So yeah, you can't yeah. just go there and qualify straight away, yeah. otherwise you'll be sideways in the fence. When, you, when you're in the shootout, like, are you still warming up to it? Do you have to go in and go, oh, there's no way I can get a perfect lap like I could at Mike? Phillip Island or Winton because if I get anything wrong because I mean I've been lucky enough to drive at Bathurst and my takeaway was it's so long if you ma- yeah but there's, like I don't know how you warm up to it because eventually you're going to snatch a break or do something or get a bit out, and you're going to be in the wall like there's nowhere to like yeah you bit like even even it. in your shootout lap you still have little moments and stuff yeah. and little you're always on the limit so yeah uh, you just try and do the best lap every lap yeah. you can there and it just when you do a good lap it feels amazing yeah. it really does feel good Let's wind the clock back. All right. And how did you start? How did you get started in motor racing? Where did it all begin? Like the, you know, the were you in carts or something like that? Or well, I, I got a go kart in '91 when I was six years old. But it actually started before that. My dad used to race rally cars, late '80s, early oh, '90s. Cool. So we used to go do stages, not stages, but we used to go like um, 
do timing in mm-hmm. stages and stuff. When I was really little, we used to camp out overnight and, and do the rally stages and stuff. <laughs> Done a rally drive in course. Yeah, that's right, that's right. We were talking about that Mr. Before. Reynolds, yep. Yeah, it was funny. It was just cool. Chased my old man around the forest and and um, I think I was really, really little and all these sockets went missing one time and I was I, did, I had no idea what I was doing but I put all these sockets in the exhaust pipe. Oh, we're better than putting them in the intake. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he reckons when, when he was flying through the forest you can hear him rattling around in there. <laughs> little shit. I was always a little shit probably. Excellent. So yeah, I started in, in but I, I started my own little career when I was yeah, six years old in 1991. Yep. Um, back in New Merca, um, Aubrey was still getting built and wasn't built until 1992. So, yeah, we used to race at New Merca, which is probably two hours from Aubrey. Okay. Just a little country racetrack. Yep. And then, obviously, we progressed, and I'll start, start that sort of, I guess, serious part of your yep. career going into Formula Four. Ford. Yep. And I wanted to know, um, for you, it was quite, took a while to get to sort of Supercar's main game. Yep. Obviously, you did Formula Ford for, I think, four Carrera years, Carrera Cup. Um, but it, yeah, Formula Formula Ford 2000, 2002 to 2004. Yep. And then did uh, Carrera Cup 05, 06, and 07. But for my own personal self, I had to win those categories to move on. Yeah, okay. Yep. I, had, I had to win those categories, otherwise I was going to give up. Yeah, okay. So yep. that's, well, why, that's, why that's, why, that's probably why it took so long to get to main game. I was 24 years old when I got my first main game start. That's the... When most, most kids are sort of 19, 20, 21. Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to sort of getting at is that, um, so by the time you did that, you had quite a lot of experience, different yep. tracks, you know, different cars, different how to set up a car, I suppose, yep. dealing with people, whereas some kids now, are, there seems to be a rush in all forms of motorsport, F1, supercars, whatever, just to get in early. To just get in early. Yeah. Yeah, like, how do you feel about that? Like, because you, well, you did it a different way, but like, well, are these kids ready? Do you think, or is yeah, it? They, they could be. Like, I, I don't think I drive any different to what I did when I was nineteen. But yeah. I just had to prove to myself that I could do it. Okay. So that's why it took me so long. And I wish I wish I kind of didn't do that because you know, supercars are so so different to drive than any other thing you drive. Mm-hmm. And it, you just got to spend time in the seat, and eventually yeah. you understand it and you can get good at it. So in a way, it is better to get there and start yeah, getting I think, experience. I think it is. You know, I'd probably, if I had my time again, I'd do it differently. But at the time, after Formula Ford, the cheapest option for us was Carrera Cup. Yeah. Because, um, you know, DVS or Development Series was almost twice as expensive as yeah. Carrera Cup. Yeah. So okay. for us, it was the only step we could make. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I guess, we're, I think I know the answer to this, but like those early struggles, you know, you had... Um, we talked about the Bathurst issues and also right, yeah. a couple of... Um, it's all character building. Yeah, a couple of enduro rides, then, oh, I didn't have the enduro ride, then trying to get the main game seat and all that sort of... Was that, was that like, dispiriting? Like, you said, if you didn't win those championships, you're a little bit giving up. But, like, is it dispiriting? Or was it like, no, I can, I, I can show people... Sounds like you didn't necessarily have the confidence in yourself in yeah, an early stage. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I just always thought that was the path I was going to be on and, and whatnot, so I never really gave it too much thought yeah, of, okay. of anything else but that so you know, it's, just, it's just how life plays out some some people just make it to the top straight away they get with the best team straight away and they look like a hero yep. and other people you know you got to work your way up to the top so I've always sort of seen that's been my path I think I've always had to work my way up is uh, being a pro, pro racing car driver everything you thought it would be like as a kid growing up you're like I'm going to be a pro racing car driver it's going to be wicked <laughs> yeah. and then now you well, are was, one and was, have been one for a while I was shit ass at school so I had to do something <laughs> good in my life I was so bad at school because I think I mean I think there's a lot to being a there's a lot more to being a 
pro oh, yeah, driver than so. there is just getting in a car and driving fast. Like yep, obviously, a lot more. Out, both on the track in terms of dealing with engineers and yep. sponsors and everything, and then off the track, you know, dealing with pressure and all that sort of stuff. So, yep. how do you find the how do you find the balance? Obviously, it's well, a cool gig. But yeah, it's really cool. It's a, it's it's is it everything I crack, I wanted to be? Probably not. Because when you're younger, you just want to you just want to go flat out all the time and yeah. and don't worry about all this other stuff you got to do in between. But sometimes I actually enjoy all the other stuff we do now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes more than driving. Yeah, okay. Because when your car's not working well and you got to find your kick somewhere else. Oh yeah, it's just it's such a drag. It's like you know you go out and drive the best lap you could possibly drive and you might be twentieth and yeah. you're like I'm a second off the pace. How am I going to get that second? Yeah. And then you you've got to you got to find. I suppose solace in something else that can can get you through the day, and talking shit like this, <laughs> I, I tend to like it. Uh, I like talking to people and meeting new people. And yeah, interesting. You know, I meet people from all walks of life, and it's kind of it's kind of fun. It's a pretty big name teammates coming up. Um, in your early days, you had uh, McConville. You were yep. a co-driver with co-driver with Will Davison, and then yep. a teammate with Greg Murphy. Yep. Did you? learn stuff from those more experienced guys or were you happy to sort of do your own thing? I was always happy to do my own thing and yeah. I've always been a big believer in you just got to be yourself and and um, say whatever you think and you know you're going to get judged either way whether yeah. you say something or you don't say something so you just got to be yourself but Murph was you know probably my biggest inspiration I suppose when I was his teammate because okay. yep. he was just completely himself he didn't really care about making he was just he was like the last big personality I think to leave the sport so yeah. it was really really cool to share so it. was that sort of like confirmation that hey I can be myself I yeah, can exactly. do what I want exactly, and still yeah. be really successful exactly yeah it, so. and yeah Murph was just funny yeah. <laughs> it was so such a cool guy man it was really really fun but yeah that's that's what I took out of that because you know was, Will was different you know Tanda was different um, PD when I was teammates with him he was very you know everyone's been they've been very different along the way so there's been no one one success that you go okay maybe I should be like that even though I might want to be like that like the ultra professional person I I actually can't really be like that I'm hopeless at it I I tried to do like media training and and everything like that but I was I actually went worse I went shitter if that is a real word well that's with an A that's a smooth segue thank you for that (laughs) smooth segue because who did you look up to as a kid growing up was it Scafe, like you got to, yeah, yeah, Sk- which is interesting Scaife because obviously Scafe is like the stereotypical, maybe not stereotypical, but he's like super professional, super know, great awesome. corporate, which is not it's your way at all. Completely so the it's opposite to me. Interesting that he would be your sort of, hey, I want to be like this guy. I know, I'd, I'd love to be like that, but I just can't be like yeah. that. So, um, what was it about Scafe that really made you get fired up and go, this guy's wicked? Well, like he was very good at his job, yeah, extremely professional, um, and just left nothing on the table every time he raced. He was. 100% committed to his job and off the track he was you know a good spokesperson and yeah you just that's the sort of marquee driver that you want to you want to be like but underrated driver too I think you reckon I reckon did he won heaps of shit <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, no, but people how can you underrate that yeah but I don't know like you know he's an awesome open wheeler he yeah he was awesome, he did so much development on those GDRs I could just yep. drive anything and yeah he was very know. good he was very good at his job yeah but I, I, like, I looked up to Jim Richards as well. Yep. Jim was a legend. Pack of assholes. That's uh, right. I love one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Johnson, awesome, funny dude. Very, very funny. Heaps of Dickisms, one-liners. apparently. John JB, JB oh, calls best. them Dickisms. Dickisms. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I love, yeah, I love Dick. Um, so we talked... <laughs> <laughs> Dick Johnson. Yeah, yeah. 
not that like there's anything wrong with it. It's a double, is it a double, what's the word? Double entendre. Yeah, the double, yeah. yeah. So. Dick Johnson. Know. That's right. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, this is going off topic. It's like Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Johnson and Friends. Johnson and Friends. Um, was that a kid show? It was. It was a kid yeah. show. Had a cool truck in it. Did it? Did it have yeah. like the elephant? Yeah, the elephant yeah. and the accordion and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. too, yeah. yeah. And it had diesel, you know, that cool truck. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. It was good. It was cool. We're just talking about, see, it gets just better when we were kids. I know. Life just sucks now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was better when you were younger. Yeah. Even ask your parents. Yeah. They had a much better time than we we're having. <laughs> it's not all bad. No, it's not all bad. Just a few less people die, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> This has gotten, this has gotten <laughs> dark, hasn't it? It's gone, yeah. It's gone real dark. <laughs> anyway, you're crazy, Dave. Everyone goes, Sometimes, yeah. You're, oh, Dave, he's such a personality, he's such a character, he's such a larrikin, or a moron, in your words. Yeah, um, But do you think this overshadows the fact, I'm not trying to you know, blow smoke, but that you're a really awesome racing car driver? Like, it's hard work. You put in the time, you put in the effort. You don't start winning races and without putting in... Whereas, Hard work, like, yeah. does, it, does it bother you that people think, oh, just Dave, he's out there having a... Not at all, man. Yeah, didn't Not think it would. I don't, really don't care. Do you think, yeah. <laughs> I really don't care. Do you think that's okay? Like, people don't maybe take you as well, seriously it's, as they should? But it probably works for you. It's better than being the opposite. Like, yeah. oh, he's a wanker. Don't go talk to him. Yeah. And you get no no extra coverage or, you know, people don't come to you for quotes or, you know, because he's boring. He doesn't say what he thinks or whatnot. So, that's Do you the, reg- that's regret the any of it? Like, the, the, no. fa- the famous pussy wagon thing. That no. got, which it was Which I think got taken out of context. Oh, it? massively, yeah. yeah. Do you want to give the context? Why, why did you say it? What was the context? It was what? a Kill Bill thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's from Kill Bill. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, from Kill Bill. Um, I think they say it in Greece, I think. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't really sure about that. It was just that. a cult- cultural reference that perhaps... Yeah, it was. Like, uh, if you haven't noticed, I watch a lot of movies and yeah. all my... All my speakings, I can basically talk to friends of mine in just movie quotes, and they yeah. know what I mean. So yeah, well, like that, 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 that the girls' car was part of our team. Yep. And internally, they were calling it the um, the the, the C. Yeah, maybe the, not go there. The C bomb car, okay. and I thought that's kind of a bit rude. So that I we called rude. it the P wagon. Okay. Because um, <laughs> it was a much nicer term. Yeah. And I don't know, like. But not everybody agreed. Well. Like, did you speak to the girls about it? Yeah, yeah, they call it that themselves. Oh, right, yeah. So, I didn't really see the problem with it. Yeah. And that's just what we referred it to, so, yeah. But I and understand you... these days, you know. Yeah. I understand the world's a shit place, and I actually talked to friends of mine about having kids in today's society, and we actually decide, we side against it. Yeah, right. Just, yeah. That's bold. It's, it's just politically stupid, and... Just anyway, YouTube, anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, anyway. Doesn't matter. But, I'm yeah, like, like I... I I copped a twenty five thousand dollar fine for something, but the funny thing is, like, when you say it, everyone laughs. Yeah. And then you don't think anything of it, and you go back to your normal life, and you get the stewards. Uh, well, no, you know, not even, not even that. You I just get the letter in the mail. Or? Didn't even get that. I was doing debrief, and then someone read online that I was getting a twenty five thousand dollar fine. And they go, "Hey Reynolds, are you getting a twenty five thousand dollar fine?" I'm like, "What for?" And they <laughs> said, "Comments made in a press conference." I went, "What?" And anyway, I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know nothing about this." So then I went and saw the stewards, which was Jason Bargwiner at the time, and he goes, "Oh, no, 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 this is this is too much work. I got I got heaps more other stuff I got to do. I won't get to it till next week. We'll just you know we'll make something up next week." And then five minutes later, he gave me a twenty-five thousand dollar fine, completely unsuspended. Had to you know pay for the next race or whatnot. Yeah, right. And I was like, "Are you serious?" And he goes, "Yeah, if you if you contest it, they'll double it." So um, he bullied me into signing the the. The file and I just accepted and tried yeah, right. to move on. Yeah, 
talked it up. It sucked big time. Like, yeah, I reckon. It sucked really bad. Yeah. Really, really, really bad. But my girlfriend's really funny. Your girlfriend's really funny? Yeah, okay. yeah, because, like, she... she oh, like, she tried to raise the money for you, didn't she? Well, no, 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 no. That was a friend of mine that I went to school with. Um, I'm flipping the indicator off, otherwise it gets annoying on the podcast. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's just good. Dandy. It's just good following old rules. <laughs> we're very professional here, mate. I know, I know. Yeah. We're trying to be professional. Yeah. But we're talking about political correctness. That's right. So it's like she defended me on Twitter and had all these like feminists attack her and stuff and what she wrote back to him was just so funny. It was like <laughs> the coolest stuff. I'm so proud of her. Oh. <laughs> but then on the, the shootout morning, this is like the Saturday morning. I had to have a meeting with my lawyer and my team boss at the time mm-hmm. at like 7 o'clock in the morning when there's no one at the track. This is like the day of the shootout. All right. So, yeah, which sucks. Tough to get yourself in the right mood. Well, yeah, then I went out and went and got pole. All oh, right. <laughs> and I got a $5,000 check and all I wanted to say, I said... All now it's $20,000. Yeah, I said, all I wanted to say is five down, 20 to go. <laughs> and V8 said, no, you're not allowed to say it. I'm like, fuck. That was one of my best one-liners ever. And I wasn't allowed to say it. Well, at least it's, it's recorded now. I know, now. it's said now. But people, people will know. But it would have been a heaps better story if I said it live. Yeah, that's true. Do you plan this stuff, like the pot plant and whatever? Or no, you no, just no do well, it? I just do it, man. I just yeah. do it. All have that, there ever been any ends. that you didn't do? I'm allowed to do a U-turn here. Yeah, you can. It's Although Victoria. mate just went through a red light, so... Yeah, did he? It's Victoria. You can do yeah. what you want. <laughs> right. um, sorry, do I plan anything? Not really. All the shoey stuff, that was all spare of the moment and whatnot. Do you wish you'd gotten royalties off Ricardo and all Oh, yeah, I wish. You I wish I got some recognition. I know. I should have. Have you, you know, Do you know Dan? A little bit. Not yeah. not that well, but... If you I hate was, him now, don't you? Nah, not at all. I don't yeah. hate anyone. Oh, I don't know. Well, that, another good segue. <laughs> Here you're we good go. Segue. You're a media professional, aren't you? <laughs> you said, I love um, everyone. You said uh, that more supercar drivers should not necessarily hate each other, but shouldn't be all such buddy buddies. Well, they should. Like, I watch a lot of UFC, and yeah. the way they sell fights is, like, the aggroness and the name-calling and yeah. the wittiness they have between each other, and that's what sells the fight. So, so why don't you do this? I don't know. Because you get $25,000 <laughs> well, So who little, don't you like? Our sport's a little different. There's not like a... It's not a match-up of, you know, strength Should they broadcast in car radio? Well, they do. Well, they do, but should they broadcast all of them? Yeah, they probably could, yeah. 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 I don't really say much on the radio. No? I'm pretty quiet. Okay. But yeah, they, they... they. I don't know. Do you know what I mean, though? I'm trying to like... Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to do what's best for the sport. And yeah. If, if people like characters. Yeah, people love characters. Yeah. And if there's if there's a bit of aggro stuff, they it, it tends to blow up, but... As the drivers, if they have like a little tiff, they try and like play it down. But they, we should really play it up and, yeah. and start something really cool. It'd be really good for the sport. Yeah, maybe with a certain New Zealand driver. <laughs> 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 but who do you like? Who do you get along with in the paddock, though? Who do I get along? Yeah, actually, like, that's half the problem. I get along with everyone. Yeah. Do you think it affects the on-track action that people are like buddies, too nice to each other? Yeah, yeah sometimes. Yeah. You, you know. It, like, I could go. I could go the big dive bomb, but then we're having coffee and a bike ride tomorrow, so it's just going to be awkward. <laughs> yeah, I honestly believe we should not hang out outside of the tracks, and and that way. Because Skaff and make... Ingle talk about this all the time. Like they hated, hated each, each other. other. Yeah. Hated each other, yeah. and that made the racing cool because every time they come up on each other, yeah. you know, some shit's going to go down, and it's not going to be friendly. Yeah, like we're out there to do battle and race, so. But like some some drivers are good at passing and some aren't. Like Wincup, Jamie Wincup, when he when he's like trying to pass you, he does it cleanly. Yeah. Doesn't even doesn't doesn't touch you, doesn't fuck you over, um, and you know does it well. Where other drivers they tend to rub you up and they try and 
I don't know, maybe they just got really bad depth perception. Okay. I think they might need glasses. <laughs> they or probably shouldn't be a racing car driver. Well, exactly. Bad yeah, yeah. So I try when I try and pass people, I try and not hit them and do it cleanly. But other people, I think they Unless might. Unless you pay. don't like them, then you try and get them a rub, don't you? Oh, not really. Because yeah. I've always paid for racing myself growing yeah, up. Like yeah. I've always had to find the money, so I know how much things cost. Yeah. So I'm always always conscious of that. Well, who do you um like? Well, you mentioned Wink up there. Who's who's good in the paddock? Who do you respect? Who's good to fight with? Who you know, if you're coming up behind him, like this is going to be wicked. It's going to be hard to pass him. Oh, it's going to be fun. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah, Wind Cup's good. Tander's notoriously hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just a hard racer and and doesn't give you an inch. Who else? Percats like that. Yep. Um, most most of them are like that actually. So yeah. we pretty, all... it's a pretty good field, but, really, isn't it? It's yeah, pretty it is, competitive. But... But it, it, when you're when you're out there racing and you qualify kind of above where your car should be, and in the races, if you know you're kind of struggling a bit, you don't you don't make it hard for everyone. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm kind of I've got my back up against the wall. I'm just in damage control. If I try and fight, and we might crash, and I might end up with no points instead yeah. of. That's a very sensible some, approach. Yeah, it is. Would you yeah. have always had that approach? Yeah, I've always yeah. had that sort of approach. Yeah. Okay, that's good. It's very yeah. mature. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you like about driving? What do I like about driving? Yeah. What, from A to B or on the track? No, like on the track. Like, you know, dr- <laughs> proper, this isn't driving. This is just bloody... <laughs> this is A to B. Ebbing our life away in traffic, in this wicked traffic jam. It's a Kia GT. It is. It's a good car, actually. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're surprised. It's a good car. Is it? Um, <laughs> I hope Betty doesn't deal with... Ere- Erebus doesn't deal with Kia. That'd what? be brilliant. <laughs> and I, my company car's the Ring Stinger. <laughs> they, can, they race the Stinger in supercars. Mate, I'd race anything. What's the, what's the best thing about driving? Um, I don't know. I love qualifying. I love because qualifying. Like, like some people, they're in like racing for the competition. They love the yep. competition. It just happens to be that they're driving a car to yeah, compete. Okay, yep. Whereas I think you, I think you do love love driving. Like seeing you at Picotti, like you dig driving cars. Yeah, I, I so. love I love that. I love I love qualifying and I love engineering. Yeah, okay. Because I love taking our car. Like our car at the start of 2016 was a bomb. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't fast didn't make good pace it didn't feel very good and over over the course of sort of two years we made it into one of the most competitive cars in the field is it hard is supercars a bit of a black art I mean you've driven a lot oh, of cars oh it's so black art yeah. man it's so black art but you feel like you got a was it you took a couple of punts and they worked off or you just sort of really you think you've got an understanding now of kind of how these things work well I've got an understanding yeah of how they should feel and, yeah. and how to get the most out of them but my engineer is super smart Al mm-hmm. McVean he's super 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 smart he we picked him up from when he got sort of demoted from HRT, and yeah, we picked him up, and it's been the best thing for us. Yeah, He's right. super smart, and all all the all the numbers and stuff he plays, and all the graphs and stuff, it all makes sense got, like, to him. Like the matrix in his head. Oh, or mate, something. he's crazy. Yeah, he's super smart. It's awesome. Okay. But I've learned a lot from working with him, and mm-hmm. he's very calm, very very sensible, and yeah, just. What really are the big things without giving away? You know, your trade secrets. What are the big uh-huh. things? That make it's, a supercar work. It's all. It, there's so many different things you can. It's. It's everything. Everything is just one big. Mm-hmm. It's. It's like a cake. You know, if you to make the perfect cake, you got to have you know the, the proper amount of eggs, flour, sugar. Yeah. What else goes into the cake? Oh, no idea, mate. <laughs> but if sugar. You, but if you if you just isolate one of them and taste it on it on their own, yeah. or mix just two of them together instead of all the parts yeah. combined. Or if you put like, too much egg in, it tastes like shit, man. Yeah. yeah so. It's, it's like the racing cars like that. So, you know, all your camber, your pressure, your roll centre, your springs, your roll bar, your 
your damper settings, you know, what's in your damper, mate, it's just, there's, it's oil, an probably. Un- mate, oil, yeah. Yeah, probably. What type of oil you use ah, is a big yeah. thing as well. So it's just a really, really complex sport, but that's what I love about it. I love trying new stuff. So if they build something like a, a new front upright, I'm like, yeah, let's give that a shot. Mm-hmm. But most other drivers wouldn't, they probably wouldn't try it because I, I don't, I don't know they they, it's unproven but okay. I like I like trying unproven you take things. a punt yeah definitely I'm always yeah. taking a big punt I um, love pokies no not really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about with the driving side as well do you do you, do you have a similar similar philosophy do you like will you you know if there's a crazy line like you'd go around the outside of the track or something to try, will you uh, test it out and see what, see what happens because I mean you said earlier that you feel like you're sort of a similar driver as to when you were younger but yeah. it's probably not true you've got a lot more experience you feel like yeah. I probably didn't take as much. I probably took more risk when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm always. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. You gotta you gotta you gotta take it as it's coming up. I think you know yeah. you can't. You gotta do the best job with with all the information provided while you're racing. That's the feel you get through the steering wheel, the brake pedal, uh, where you are in the race, how much fuel you got on, when's your next pit stop. Da da da. You know, there's heaps of stuff to factor in. What the car's like in front of you. Where's its weak and strong points. Um, and not not by, you know, where it is then, but what it's been like in the past. You know, whether they got really good straight line speed, or they're really good through the slow speed stuff, or they can't break as good as you. And you, you kind of factor all that in. It's so you like, the, you like the chess angle to it. You know, it's the, the chess, yeah, it's yeah. the strategy. It's yeah, it's it's everything. It out. Yeah, it's just you got you take everything everything you know now and all your prior knowledge before to make the best decision you can. What's your driving style? You like a loose? You like lean on the front end no I don't really know you don't know no I like braking late yep trying to brake as late as I can mm-hmm. that's always been key to make pace I as think. you said at Picotti you just brake as late as you can and throw it in yeah that's what yeah. <laughs> sometimes it works doesn't sometimes it, it works. sometimes, sometimes, it, sometimes it sticks sometimes we have big slides that's right it's good for camera yeah um, I don't know I always try and be really smooth and I don't, I don't know to be honest I've never really just thought about it. it Scotty a natural talent not really don't have any <laughs> Worked hard for life. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Erebus work so well? Why does Erebus work? Yeah. What's um, it about that? I guess Betty and that well, team that our, sort of yeah. You know, our bosses. She's a she's a bit of a unit. I'm a bit of a unit. Yeah. Every most but most people that have, have come to did our did you click the first time you went in and had a meeting and said oh well I, to be honest before she as soon as she joined the sport and this is in 2013 we had I met her at the back of pit lane once and I was thinking. I'm probably going to drive for her one day. Mm-hmm. I actually said that to myself, but I didn't realise it would happen this quick. Yeah, I'd okay. be three years later driving for her mm-hmm. full time as her sort of number one driver. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's sort weird of, how it all ended it's up. Like a, it's like a marriage made in heaven, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like it's really it's cool. A, yeah, we've always got along. We've always yeah. had good chats out pit lane. Because um, not everybody, you know, in the big corporate world would probably be happy to have the Dave Reynolds and I mean, that, that would you know then annoy you and you probably wouldn't yeah. perform as well it's a vicious cycle so it to be, is, for it? you to be comfortable where you are and the people I'm so happy I yeah. actually feel I was thinking about it today I actually feel safe being there safe like, yeah. there's, it's a safe place there's, there's no one trying to fuck me over yeah. or you know no one trying to bag stap you or anything like that it's just a really really good environment you found in me. those bigger teams there is a, I mean same with every organisation yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, always a bit of politics and always plenty of politics when there's more people there's more politics and our team there's only 20 people where the last team there were 65 people there's a lot more politics to play we run four cars and all these DVS cars at, at ProDrive um, or what's it called now fuck they change that name every two weeks Tickford, Tickford. oh yeah, yeah. 
So, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so yeah, like, um, I don't know. I just, I just, it's never, I, I never felt at home there, but the, where I am now, I feel completely at home. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I, I told her, I always tell her I'm never leaving. <laughs> yeah, right. as, long, as long as she'll have me, I'll never leave. Okay, well, you, you'll have to, I don't know. Be, yeah, but Baz, Barry Ryan's done a really good job in, mm-hmm. in pulling all the team together and, and training everyone. Like, when we first started in 2016, it was all a brand new crew and no one, no one really has done supercars before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's, he, a lot of the credit's up to him um, and training everyone and getting all the systems right and, and making a really good team. It's, what can you achieve this year? What can we achieve this year? What are your goals? Well, I was, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Sometimes I think, <laughs> uh, you know, we've had the the VF Commodore, which has been a little bit deficient in its aero compared to the Ford. Okay. And the ZB, it should be a lot better. So, you know, we actually should have a better year than we did last year. Trouble is, a lot of people are going to have ZBs. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> but still better. Know, yeah, we should have a better year, kids. Um, we understand our car a lot more, our package, and the car we had at the start of last year was completely different to the car we had at the end of mm-hmm. last year. So yeah. it evolved, evolved so much. So you got to the development, even with a small team. Oh but, man, yeah. we're constantly every. every it's weird, isn't it? Because the package has been pretty much the same. You know, V eight, rear end, blah blah yep. blah. But like the whole, yeah. It's not like Formula One where everything changes. Everything changes. But there's yeah. still a lot of room for development within that package. Yes, every every track we turned up to, we had some new development item, mm-hmm. and Dale on the other side of the garage he was always the round behind mm-hmm. and it was just funny to see how how the whole evolution went throughout the whole year like sometimes um, they'd pull the dampers down they'd make 28 different variations in the damper you know shim stack mm-hmm. and piston and whatnot between each round yeah, 28 right. different variations sometimes Jeez. which is a lot of lot of man hours building dampers and watching her go up and down on the <laughs> little damper dyno and then looking at the graph and go, oh, that's not quite right, and then take it apart, rebuild it again, and it was crazy. You love that stuff. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Well, I, I know nothing about that side, but yeah. I, try, I try and I take an interest in it, but I couldn't actually do that myself. I wouldn't know what to do. I can take things apart. I can't put them back yeah, together. Yeah, that's the hard part, <laughs> isn't it? Usually with a hammer, it really works pretty, pretty well. Uh, what about your favourite tracks? What are your favourite tracks to work on? At, at the... To race on? Yeah. Oh, Bathurst, obviously. Yeah. Um, I loved Newcastle last year. Newcastle was oh, cool yeah. as. Yeah, it was yeah, really cool. That. It was a, yeah, it was a mate, cool little track. It was, mate, hard, it was to, mad. hard for racing, though. It was really hard for racing, but the last if you, if you saw the last race for the year, it was one of the best races yeah. we had for, for the entire year. It seems year. like a real like technical driver's track. Like, like that last corner where you got to like, break all the way in. Yeah, like, mate, it, it was crazy. It like something that would really test you as a driver. Yeah, it was crazy. It was really, really crazy. Um, the, like... The first time I rocked up there, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a bit of a shit box, actually. But then driving it flat out, I was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, it was cool. really, really cool. It was rough and, and had new surfaces, old surfaces. What do you like in a track? Bit of bumps, bit of... Um, bit of character, bit of yeah. everything. Um, on the Friday there, we had this we had this different damper in there and it didn't have enough like uh, rebound on there. <laughs> so I was going through the back section and there was so many bumps and it was so rough that I... It, the car would move so much that I'd lose all my vision <laughs> and I'm like I can't even see the track owl what, what, I think we've got to put the other damper in there. so then we put I the think other, we've gone the wrong way on set up I think we've gone the wrong Brrr. way so then they put the other damper in and I could see the track again oh, it helps it makes a huge difference use the force and actually uh, we do it we use, the, we use the video to like tune the car as well so mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be going through the video I'm like oh okay it understeers now or it locks brake and then turn over whatever and so you like do live director's commentary kind like, of thing? Yeah, like, afterwards, yeah, afterwards we sit down and go through yeah. the whole setup and whatnot with the, with the video and 
and we're going through on the Friday and he's like I'm like see how rough it is he's like yeah it is pretty rough isn't it then the next day he like compared the two videos and it's like oh that's a lot better but yeah. he goes normally I can actually notice nothing from the video yeah. absolutely <laughs> nothing he goes that's the first time ever I've been able to notice anything so it's just blockading you like yeah Dave sure yeah. Dave whatever yeah the engineers they probably just go oh, wanker drivers know nothing what do you think about the future of supercars like do you like the you know, we're just talking about the formula, the, how the cars are built, the, you know, space frame, V8, whatever, or yep. twin turbo V6 in the future. Do you like that? Like you said, they're totally different to drive to anything else. You've different yeah. Carreras, you've different, like, made the major race car formulas. Um, yep. Like, do you like the supercars? Do you like how they're different challenges? Yeah, I, like I, love, I love these cars. Um, when I first got in the sport, I actually hated them yeah. so much because they were really, really difficult to drive. Because they look quite frustrating to drive in some ways in terms of, you know, they don't have they a lot of aero. You really, see the guys on the inboard, like, feeding in the power. Really, really oh. frustrating, man. And as soon as you do, I suppose, you're like, oh, so well, I've lost three-tenths or whatever. That's half the fun. That's yeah. half the challenge. It's so challenging Whereas you get a GT3 it. car, I suppose, yeah, and you've got downforce and you've got ABS ABS, and stuff, and so. traction control. And uh, you kind of lose all the fun, though. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a PlayStation game. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, the supercar's the coolest thing. It's, like... I used to love driving the GT cars um, when I was younger because it was more my style. And yep. then I, I spent so long on supercars, I actually don't like driving the GT cars anymore. So you do have a style, there you go. Yeah, I know. So it's it's funny how it's all come around because they move around a bit more mm-hmm. and, and they, I don't know, they're just, they're just cool. They're just really cool. You still find them a challenge? Like a hard Oh, hard yeah, of course. Yeah, man, yeah. When your car's not working well or if it burns the tyres in the races, they're, they're, they're pigs of things, but... When you get a when you get it in the window and the setup well, they're beautiful to drive. Yeah, yeah. depends but I, on how fast or not, I guess. Exactly. If you if you're winning, it's cool. If you're losing, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <It's like laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> what about what's David Reynolds' ultimate car? Like the ultimate race car? What would it look ultimate like? Ultimate race car. What would it look like if David Reynolds was the boss of cams? The ultimate race car. Yeah. I'd probably just have what I have now. Yeah. Yeah. You reckon? I, I think the series is in a good spot yep. as far as its competitiveness goes. Um, it, there are always differences between the teams and the parity and whatnot, and who controls what. But uh, yeah, you just wish you had more freedom of expression, so you didn't get hit with big fines. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just wish yeah, you could say what you feel. Yeah. But it's funny these days you can dress how you want, but you can't say what you want. Yeah, it used to be the other way around. Yeah, it used to be the other way around. Yeah. There you go. Would you have liked to have uh, driven in like the seventies or the eighties? Big aviators on. No power steering. Big Marlboro Red hanging out. Yeah, hustling an uh, hustling <laughs> a A9X around um, Mate, Lakeside would, or whatever. Yeah, I would have loved all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I love, I love where it is now. The sport, like it's in a really, really competitive bubble, and and you know the the field separated by sometimes less than a second. Yeah, it's it's crazy margins we talk about. Yeah, we're back in the old days. It was, you know, still quite an amateur sport, mm-hmm. and um, whoever had. You know, the biggest engine or the most money they build the best car and it wasn't regulated as much yeah. And, and yeah it probably wasn't checked as much so there was probably a bit more cheating involved not race, I don't know but race teams wouldn't cheat yeah they never cheat, they? No, never cheat there's always that saying everyone in front of me can't everyone in front of me cheats and everyone behind me can't drop a shit <laughs> it's just the same old story uh, dear. Well, that's yeah, good good I, chat I, I, I really love my sport yeah it's good don't you Oh, I love motor racing. Yeah, it's good. Um, no, but like supercars as a general, like... Oh, I everyone, don't... Everyone, everyone comes up to me and goes, oh, where are they going? Are they going to go V6? If not, I'm going to hate it. And no, new V6 sounds mad. Yeah, it does sound it's good, yeah. And yeah, it does. It's got the mad dose and everything, and um, I really like supercars on street tracks. Yeah, so do I, yeah. Wicked. They need to do more they of them. They around and they yeah. slide, and in the wet, you guys are just, you know, hanging it out. Hanging stuff it like out. that. It's the old thing, like, any race car is good to watch if it's got more power than grip. 
exactly, yeah. And supercars and are one of the only, are the only formulas that still have that. Still have that, like exactly. DTM, GT, and all that. Like they're still yep. locked down. And yep. maybe the racing's good, but like you can watch, you can watch. And you need tyre degradation yeah. too. Yeah, like the top ten shootout at Bathurst every year is like the highlight of the year. Every, every just time one car going around. Every time the shootout is on, it's yeah. a cool, some of the coolest spectacle yeah. to watch. Because the cars really, are sliding, you can see the drivers yeah. working and getting the most out of it. Yeah, the absolute max out of it. That's yeah, right. You can't it. see that in so many things now because it's the nah. difference between you know a lift or a staying flat or whatever. Yeah. So but yeah, yeah. They, need, they need to do more street races. So like uh, more rural street races, like Aubrey Wodonga. So we can have a street race. Aubrey Wodonga, yeah. Aubrey Wodingi, uh, Geelong, um, and they should try and not get rid of some of the shitter tracks like Winton and Queensland Raceway. But you know, wouldn't be popular with Winton and Queensland Raceway that. Uh... Well, you know what I mean. Try yeah, I do. Try yeah, to, I do. Yeah. Try and just do some really, really big, big events for the for the year, and then the series would look a lot better yeah. I think yeah it is I mean it's, it's weird it's sort of the when you're in it there's the bad you always sort of can focus on the bad thing like oh you know manufacturers leaving or whatever or yeah. teams are struggling whereas like I spoke to a couple of touring car drivers recently international guys and they like everyone overseas loves it loves it man loves so it. close the cars are wicked yeah, yeah. so I think it is sometimes you know it's supercars a... cops a lot of bad flack some of it justified some of it not Whereas sometimes it's maybe good to step out and take a bigger view and go, hey, yeah, like exactly. it's still it's pretty good. We have got twenty eight cars. All the Germans come up to us yeah. and always talk to us about it, and they watch it from back home, and yeah, they just love the, the the close the closeness and how the cars are and how they move around, and, yeah. and they don't have much anything like that over there. So yeah, it's it's a it's a really cool series. It like is. I love being a part of it. Well, good I luck. Actually, I actually didn't want to be a part of it when growing up. I wanted no. to. Go, oh yeah, my big dream was Formula One, and as a kid, yeah. that's completely unrealistic but <laughs> do you still watch it Formula 1 mm. yeah of course yeah. what do you think of it um, V6 hybrid Halo's coming it's, yeah I don't know I don't know is your dad still a keen driver my dad yeah yeah, yeah. so he sits on the board of Karting Australia okay so he's quite heavily involved um, he doesn't I don't think he drives much anymore he does the odd laps every now and again he was racing Aussie cars up until a few years ago oh yeah so he's always he's always been a massive motorsport fan. So that's probably how I got involved in motor racing, and turned out to love it like I do. Fantastic. Well, good luck for this year. Thank you. Hope Thank it goes you well. Much. Hope you get some taste that champagne. <laughs> and thanks for your time on Not the Performance Car Podcast. Thanks for having me. We no. should do this again. We should. We'll talk but all you about should movies. drive because I fucking hate driving. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll drive. Yeah, you drive now. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, towed dear. badly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Performance Guard Podcast. See you guys.